0: Welcome back to a Clubfoot Mom podcast. I am your host and fellow Clubfoot Mom, Maureen Hoff. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about, is it the boots and bar or is it something else? And this is a topic that I actually hear about a lot in the social media groups and frankly, something that I experienced personally a lot with my own cutie and her dynamic personality. I think that a lot of the times the boots and bar can become a catch-all for anything that's happening with your child. And I don't think, I'm not faulting parents for, you know, if if you're having like a sleep issue and you're like, oh, it's got to be the boots and bar, it turns out to be something different. Like, I think it's really hard. Like we all know, if you're listening to this and you have a baby, we all understand that Having a baby is so much of like guessing what's going on, right? Um, We're constantly like, are you hungry? Are you tired? Do you need a diaper change? Are you bored? Are you, do you need love? Are you just crying because you have some sort of other issue that we don't understand, right? There's so much of guessing when it tries to come to, caring for your baby and to throw in a separate medical device, it just adds a whole nother layer, a whole nother component to that. And so I'm just going to talk about the things that I think from me personally, that I think I attributed to, uh, you know, her clubfoot or her boots and bar casting, any sort of treatment that maybe wasn't. Now looking back, I think in this In this instant, hindsight is helpful for me because now that I know her and she's grown into her personality and it can verbalize a lot more, I have a better understanding of like, oh, maybe that's what that was and maybe it wasn't this. So I'll start with um, the baby carrier. So I, guys, I have two older kids and I was desperate to have some way to be hands-free while also holding my cutie. Um, I never wanted to put her down. I never wanted to put any of my babies down. I held them for nap for like the first, I don't know, four four to six months, right? Every nap I was holding them. I held my babies constantly. And I especially held my cutie constantly because I knew she was gonna be our last baby. And so I never put her down. Um, which probably didn't create some great habits. But I wanted to find a way to hold her while still being able to do all of the other momming I needed to do for my 5-year-old and 3-year-old at the time. So I, I can't tell you. I think I bought three different baby carriers in the hopes that it would work my... My middle girl loved her carrier, and I, I mean, it was, I loved it. We used it all the time. So we had one of those, but then I had bought, I think, two other ones in the hopes that my cutie would like it. So during the casting phase, I try. You know, it's nerve-wracking, guys. Like, I'm like, I don't know if I'm doing this right. or her cast supported enough? You know, with her being bilateral, she had big, you know, she had two, plaster casts on her legs. So they you know, I was like concerned about the weight and all of that. And I'm like, I don't I don't know if I can get this right, right? So there was my own confidence level was low. Then I was always worried, like, maybe just because of the cast. Maybe she just doesn't like it because of the cast, right? We tried even one of the Moby wraps and um I just couldn't she just never liked it. It was always just crying and It never really served the purpose. So then we move into Boots and Bar, and I think, okay, maybe now. Like, maybe now she's going to like it better. She's a little bit bigger. She doesn't have the cast on. Like, he can make sure that our hips are supported. No. No, go. She was not happy front-facing, back, like, in towards me, nothing. And I really thought maybe it was because of the Boots and Bar, because of the cast. I thought, oh, man, she just you know, I just couldn't figure it out to get her comfortable enough because of what she had on her feet. Well, now in hindsight, looking back, I think that was just frankly her personality. I think I think a lot of why we struggled in certain aspects of that 23 hour wear was just because of my just because of my cutie's temperament. She um likes what she likes and doesn't like what she doesn't like. And I think she didn't like the carrier. I think she wanted to be held in a certain way. Um, and she wanted to be held in my arms by me. And I I think looking back, it was something that I attributed to that. And I thought, oh man, like she just didn't. But it, that she didn't like it because I could never figure it out with the boots and bar. But the reality was, I think she just didn't like it. You know, there are kids out there, like, I think about it with pacifiers, or we call them binkies in our house, right? My first child used binky until she was about four months old. She got a cold, was done with it. My second child loved that binky and used that binky until she was three and a half when I finally was like, or no, two and a half. Yeah, two and a half when I was like, all right, we got to get rid of this, right? Um, And then, but... That was just based on their preference it wasn't like i did anything or anything about them made that made them like it or dislike it right it was their choice and i it's it's also very similar with babies and like swings like certain movement like my first baby didn't really like the swing my second baby loved the swing and so it's just dependent on what your child prefers too. But when you're throwing in boots and bar, when you're throwing in a medical device, any sort of brace, right? Any sort of um, change in treatment, it can be easy to be like, oh, that's because of this and lose your confidence too. And you're like, oh man, I wish I could have figured it out. That's how I felt. Like I was just like, dang, I wish I could have figured it out for her. I, maybe she would have liked it if I knew what I was doing. Um, Maybe life would have been easier. But I think in hindsight now, I'm like, I think it was just that she didn't like it. And that was the way it was, regardless of her clubfoot treatment or not. And so that was one of the first things that I thought about. The next one is really sleeping, right? I've talked very openly about how much we struggled with sleep during that first year of her life and how that was very multifaceted on why we struggled. It had a lot to do with Our response. It had a lot to do with my emotional response to her crying. And there were times where I was convinced that the boots and bar were hurting her or causing some sort of sleep disruption. And I think, I mean, even to the point where we sent an email to the medical team, like, listen, like, I don't know what we're doing. What are we doing wrong? Nobody's sleeping. I'm exhausted. And you know i i couldn't figure it out so there is a point where you're like like it does this have to do with boots and bar or does this have to do with something else and i think the sleep is multifaceted for everybody it's not a simple it's not a simple answer um and i actually would love to have a sleep professional come on to the podcast and talk about normal developmental sleep regressions that also may occur within the time frame of boots and bar and cl- different transitions for clubfoot treatment. Because I think sometimes I don't know if I was ever fully aware of all of the dynamics within that. And how then the Boots and Bar could play a role in that. So I think it'd be really interesting. So if you're listening and you know someone that you think could fit the bill, then send them my way. Send, give them my contact information because I would love to have that discussion about what um, what we should be expecting kind of as normal milestones versus what could be impactful because I think that's another part that parents really struggle with in, in boots and bar is how do I, how do I know it's not the boots and bar that's doing this? Like that's, that's causing any sort of discomfort. And, um, it's easy to go like, well, I don't know. And to assume that maybe there is something wrong and then you're, you know, making, adjustments or you're changing things or, you know, and maybe it is something that has to do with the boots and bar and there's an, a simple adjustment that can be made in widening the bar. I hear that a lot from, um, from other parents of like, maybe the width of the bar is, is too small and that's cause you know, so there's just a lot of other little things that can be, uh, that could be. Adding to it, that's why I say there's a lot of components to it, but I think looking back on our experience, I think it had a lot less to do with her boots and bar and a lot more to do with the way that we were responding to her sleep. Um, whenever she would wake up and how we responded to her had a lot more to do with her sleep issues than the boots and bar. And the reason why I think this is because now that we're done and she wore them for five years, once we got past a certain hurdle, we didn't have that issue anymore. There wasn't another, like, it wasn't like she was asking to take her boots off all the time. It wasn't, um, I. it just seemed like that wasn't ever the issue. It was just what was normal. And maybe it maybe the 23 hour was like a big transition period for her. That could that could totally be true. Like once she kind of adjusted to it, things became easier. But I also do think that the way that we played a role in it and um had a lot to do with it too looking back at it. And so I think it's important as parents to just think about, kind of, think about it from all angles when you're approaching um, an issue with your child when it comes to the clubfoot treatment too. Like, what process, what... What stage are you in? What part of the process are you at? And how can that be a component to it, but maybe not the whole thing? Or maybe there does need to be something that needs to be adjusted. And, you know, I'll be the first to say that I'm not the person that has answers to everything. But it's just an interesting idea to think about our experience now looking back and thinking about, what was more to do with us and less to do with, you know, the actual treatment process that maybe I gave too much of emphasis on that, right? So I think it just, think about it when you're, when you're going through a challenge with your cutie and look at it from a multitude of angles to kind of assess what it is that you guys can do to kind of find solutions for you and your cutie. So if you found this episode helpful, if you know a sleep um, expert that would wanna talk about this, then please share it with them and, then you can get in contact with me through my website at maureenhoff.com or my Instagram account at clubfootchroniclesmom. Until next time.